the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. I'll tell you, too bad the uh, water's out of the pool. Be a nice day for a swim, wouldn't it? It's crazy. Yeah, it is a little crazy. Isn't it weird? Uh, I mean, there's Indian summer and then there's this. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it, though, whatever I, it is. I would love, yeah. Right? We should have gone out for lunch today. Sit yeah. outside. So, yeah. Just, I haven't I haven't been outside. No, today? Just briefly. Just briefly. I had too much to do. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. But it, it would be a day to you know put some suntan lotion on and flip flops. I was I, I had to drive around a little bit today and do a couple of errands and I had my sunroof open and all four windows and mm. I thought this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. We got family out in South Dakota and usually by this time in South Dakota they get like three feet of snow. Of course. And they're all of course everyone's anxious. It's, saying, is it warm there too? Yes, it is. Okay. It's in the upper sixties there. Okay. And everyone's like, what the heck? But remember, I showed you the photograph. I have friends that are traveling in Canada. Mm, oh right. I, they didn't say what city they were in. But there was a lot of snow. Yeah. I mean, not like... I mean, it's coming. You know it's going to come. You know it's coming. I wonder when it comes, how bad... You know, are we going to get crushed because we've been so easy? Or we... Like, because last winter was a pretty easy winter, right? Not that bad. It wasn't too bad. The last two winters haven't Mm -hmm, been too bad. mm -hmm. Sooner or later, you know it's coming. It's coming. And it's going to be dramatic. Right. So so. just get yourself... Do you have salt? Uh, I have surplus salt from last year. What's how much is surplus? Uh, Three bags. Okay. Which is how many many pounds are in a bag? 20. Okay. So I I need to do a little salt shopping because I want to get out there before, you know, it comes. Before all the peasants come out. I mean, you're those of you that are on the inside track of salt. (laughs) You know, you've got your supplier. Right. If you have a driveway that it's... at a, a certain angle mm. beyond the average like you do, mm-hmm. yours is several degrees beyond the average, right. then you should have first dibs. Right. I, my driveway uh, has a little spot for Jim McKay that it looks like he's <laughs> sitting there saying the agony of defeat where some guy's sliding sideways. I mean, right. seriously. that's So, yeah. I mean, I do have a salt guy, which is everyone needs a salt guy, I guess, right? I have never had a salt guy. Well, you know, my driveway is like, you know. Three seconds. T- 12 feet long. Right, right. Anyway. However long my car is, I've got like two feet on either side. That's my whole driveway. <laughs> so you were smart. Me, I, I wasn't smart. No, That's no. It's just the way it is. I have these grand dreams. Oh, I'm going to be, you know, yeah. And, and, and then you just kind of, you know, that's a, such is life. Anyway, busy day, news day. Yeah, is, is it? it too early for me to tell you, John? Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Oh, fabulous. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. Thank you for sticking with us all week long. That guy's got the fan, greatest job. Our fan is so consistent mm-hmm. how he just is close by us and encouraging yep. and it's a nice paycheck he's picking up speaking out at all the right time. there he speaking goes out at all the right time very nice i love that guy excellent yeah so it's a weekend has begun seven minutes past the four o'clock yeah, hour exactly. i would say all's right and well i mean if you're working in sales you should have been right. off what four hours ago we're a little ill 
We're a little peaked. Yeah, we are a little peaked. Mm. Maybe I think I maybe I got it from you. Hanging around <laughs> you, you too not. much. No, I don't think so. Space. But we are. We're a little peaked here. It's all right. On the ride home. We're going to pick it up. It's the soft and gentle wander home. That's <laughs> what it is today. We're not riding anywhere. It's very soft. No. All right. All right. Without further ado, Kath, news. Please give us the top four at four. For Friday, November 4th, 2022, number one. Twitter has begun laying off sizable chunks of the company. The first major move by Elon Musk since his acquisition of big dumpster fire that can be Twitter. It's an app description. The firings immediately prompted a class action lawsuit against Twitter for allegedly failing to give a 60-day warning of mass layoffs. Um, 7,500 people work at Twitter, John, um, which was purchased by Mr. Musk for $44 billion. A Twitter employee said that the email that they received yesterday was the first communication that they'd gotten since the acquisition. One employee said, quote, it's total chaos, house melting down, everyone looking toward the email. And then another Twitter employee said this, I don't know, at the end of this nightmare, I better get a cash prize. Reflecting how many people are concerned that there's not going to be a severance package for them after all of this. Nobody likes to be fired, right? It's from NBC. Number two. Jobs in the U.S., John, are more likely to hurt workers' mental health than benefit it. And that comes at great cost to the economy, according to a new poll. A Gallup survey of nearly 16,000 working adults in our country found that nearly one in five rate their mental health as only fair. Some call it poor, with those employees taking an average of 12 unplanned days off annually. Extrapolated across the entire workforce, the collective missed days cost the economy nearly 48 billion dollars well you don't you don't look at you <laughs> i mean you don't buy it you're taking 12 days off because if you're I don't know. 12 days off that are unplanned not yeah. like not not like your vacation right because you're not up to it yeah That's working just... working women under the age of 30 are more likely to struggle with mental health than other groups in the workforce that's fine what do you got <laughs> gary he says that's fine what do you got i mean no comment. Number three. Environmental activists tossed pea soup on a Van Gogh painting today in Rome to protest carbon use and natural gas extraction. That's it. I'm stopping. Once they start throwing pea soup, I know, for I'm sure. done. I, yeah, I'm definitely not I'm using any more carbon. I'm no. I mean, can you believe that? Oh, that's so brave. Fortunately, the painting's covered with glass. Mm. I don't know if they knew that or not, but it's so ridiculous. Mm. Security intervened immediately, removed the protesters. Um, the painting belongs in the Kroller Mueller Museum in the Netherlands. Uh, Italy's new culture minister condemned the protest, saying acting, attacking art is an ignoble act that must be firmly condemned. No kidding. Like, every advanced civilization realizes that. How are they getting pea soup into a museum? That's a good question. Right? I don't know. It's so ridiculous. A, a tourist who was from Stockholm said... This totally defeats the purpose. I actually am for the cause in itself, but this action is absolutely stupid. It surely is. From the AP. Number four. There are plenty of dates coming up for holiday fun and stress as the holiday season is around the corner here in Pittsburgh. Light Up Night is only happening in two weeks. Uh, this year, it's actually a misnomer. The celebration will span the weekend with the skating rink and holiday market at PPG Place and Market Square opening Friday to live music and plenty of fanfare. The tree lighting will take place Saturday, November 19th, followed by Joan Jett and Zimbelli Fireworks Spectacular. And that is your top four at four.
And remember the whole Blue, Blue Lagoon we were going to have along the Ohio River? Mm, yeah. You know, in like the mm-hmm. Chateau area? Sure. Um, that got next. All right, fine. Mm-hmm. The comp- <laughs> fine. You weren't excited about Not the lagoon at first. No, because I, I, I thought it was kind of a fun idea. The Blue Lagoon, what, on the Mon? Uh, it's on the Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's still the same. I mean, it's the water. What are you, really? You're going to go like, I don't know. Um, that, that upsets me so much, I need to take a day off. I've had it. Okay. Um, we are going to still have the Ferris wheel, apparently. Okay, good. Are you excited about that? Yeah, sure. I like okay. a Ferris wheel. Do you like a Ferris wheel? I love it. I hate a Ferris wheel, what? and I will not go on it. You, what? I didn't hate, hated a Ferris wheel. I, it, they freak me out. Really? I can't stand them at all. All right. I also am happy to tell you that the Crawford Grill in the Hill District is going to be apparently completely restored. Whoa, that's cool. $1 million dedicated to it. Fabulous. All right. That's a heck of a lot going on there. Thank you I for mean, that I news update. I keep you up to date, John. You really do, man. I, I'm just, Put a lot of time in those yeah. four elements, All right, you guys. Yeah, very nice. Very nice indeed. Okay, we'll take a quick break. When we do come back, we're going to talk about rich mullets and birds. It's a, an a, odd intersection. It is an odd intersection. Mm-hmm. Friday edition. Ride home. 101.5 WORD. Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music on the weekends. With the best new music. New, new, new music. For King and Country, Love Me Like I Am. Joy in the Morning from Taryn Well. And Friend, new from Joel Vaughn. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 Word FM on the weekend. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now, Christian author and evangelical leader, here to remind you that God's gifts should never be taken for granted. Take, for example, your retirement savings. You've worked hard for your money, and God has rewarded you for that. Now, with record inflation eating away at the value of the U.S. dollar, those rewards are literally being taken from you. But there is a way the faithful can fight back. By diversifying your retirement account into gold, your savings can be protected. And that's what God wants. Even better, a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group allows you to transfer your current retirement funds into gold without fees or penalties. To see how it works, text the word FAITH to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs. That's FAITH. To 989898. Take action right now, and I pray that your family is blessed with continued prosperity. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock, voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in Northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life for a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. This is Pastor Tom Hall. People are capable of such goodness. So why are we at war with each other? It turns out the Christian faith is completely realistic about human nature. Faith gives us the tools to examine ourselves and imagine a better future. 
Join us for worship at First Presbyterian Church of Pittsburgh, 326th Avenue, downtown, Sundays at 1045, for our sermon series, What's Wrong With Us? Learn more at fpcp.org. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. And if you listen to my songs, I hope you hear the water falling. Hope you feel the oceans crashing on the coast of North New England. I wish I could be there just to see them. Two summers past I was. And the Holy King of Israel loves me here. If you listen to contemporary Christian music decades ago, you might very well know that voice. And it's a surprising sound, especially in today's CCM scene. Rich Mullins, uh, 25 years ago, he passed away tragically, uh, gone far too soon. Uh, here to talk to us about the life of Rich Mullins and the intersection of Rich Mullins and birds is uh, Kevin Burrell. Kevin's an ornithologist, he calls himself. Also, he's the pastor of Preaching and Connections at Stonebridge Church Community. And uh, Pastor, welcome back to the show. Always good to have you with us. So let's start, um, Kevin, with who Rich Mullins was. I came to Christian music later uh, after he had already passed away, and so I don't have a whole lot of connection with him. Um, you have a great connection with him, so bridge the gap. Well, I wish I had a better connection with him. Uh, I only met him a couple of times, but uh, definitely his music in, inspired me and just kind of hit at some key moments in my own life. So I'm sure some some listeners here could probably speak to a better relationship uh, with him than I had. But I imagine you probably have some listeners who, I mean, it was 25 years ago that he died. So yeah. uh, there's probably listeners who ha- weren't even born uh, back in September 97. So it's stunning to think how long he's been gone now. But, yeah. Now, Richie, you yeah. talk about uh, uh, Rich Mullins and you, you sort of drew on a memory of your mother that when uh, Elvis Presley died, you saw your mom, she was crying and you thought, how can she be so upset about that? She didn't really know the guy. Right. Yeah. I didn't have a category for that. I was, I was young. I was eight. Um, it seemed as though something was wrong with the world, but I didn't know what. I, it didn't make sense to me that uh, my mom would cry over somebody that she hadn't met. But uh, um, we, I think we know uh, music can have an impact on people's lives like that. And I think it was when Rich Mullins died that I realized, oh, that's what that feels like, right? Um, just a sense that you'd lost a friend. I think a lot of people felt that. Yeah. So uh, Rich Mullins, I mean, we, we have a friend uh, Mark Hollingsworth, who, who knew Rich pretty sure. well, uh-huh. and you know, and said he was kind of like as he was as he sang that he was salt of the earth. He was a poet. He was a little rough around the edges. He'd say the real thing. Yeah, but he was you know deliberate, obviously in his Christian faith. Um, can you talk uh, about the songwriting? And of course, you know, Kev, because you uh, you love birds, it's part of your ministry in many ways. You look at the songs of Rich Mullins and how he talked about birds in his songwriting 
and his theology. Right. Yeah. I think when you, when you, uh, when I think back through the things that maybe influenced me to start becoming a pastor who wrote about birds, uh, you know, I realized Rich Mullins had a lot to do with that because he had this creational attentiveness. And I think Rich had uh, a lot of themes. In fact, there's a great book, a bio by him um, called An Arrow Pointing to Heaven, and it captures maybe nine or 10 of those major themes of his music. Uh, but a couple of them really focus are, are around the, the concept of of creation. And uh, he certainly dove into that. I was told after I posted that article, somebody told me uh, Rich's favorite uh, Christmas gift as a kid was uh, one year when somebody gave him a bird guide and a pair of binoculars. That was his favorite, uh, favorite gift. So, so I didn't know he was truly an ornithologist, but it turns out that uh, it sure sounded like he was from his music. I like that term you used, creational attentiveness. Um, I try to be that way. I know John tries to be that way. Um, we haven't known you for all that long, Kevin, but from reading your writing and from talking to you on these shows the last few months, you are definitely one of those people. Uh, talk about what that does for you or how it changes your perspective or your knowledge of God. Right. Well, I think we know that our God's a creative God. And so I, what, it, what that means for us is we're being made in his image. There's a, a creativity to us. And I know that some, we think of some people as kind of naturally creative people or uncreative people. But uh, I think that if we're truly made in his image, then there's a, there's a creativeness to all of us. And I, I don't know you guys very well either, but I've picked up on it and talking to you, you know, John, you talking about your love for poetry and um, Kathy, that, that dinosaur uh, costume on Halloween was, was pretty killer. Yeah. So there's just a, there's a creativeness, right? So to, I was to, getting to close to creation us. and it just annoyed John Hall. It's hard to <laughs> I believe. Could yeah. I could tell. So it's good. So I think that us being attentive to something, uh, I mean, the, the Lord has given us his, his general revelation through what has been made. And so um, for me, it's birds, but it could be anything. I mean, some, some people are um, paying attention to weather patterns or record highs in Pittsburgh. Some people are paying attention to the stars or to mushrooms or to good music. Uh, it could be anything. But I think uh, uh, there's something in us that uh, if we're honest, some of that, uh, in Romans 1, where it talks about looking at the creation so that we are without excuse, right? Like that God has revealed uh, his nature in the creation. I think uh, when we hit upon some of those creative aspects of God's character, it's really hard to deny who he is. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. I mean, it really is hard to, to deny. And I think, you know, Kev, especially in this increasingly digitized world we live in, and of course, Kath and I talk about this, you know, you see people today who who live quietly in their homes and all of their life, you know, is through the portal of their phones or the, you know, the laptop and whatnot. We do ourselves such a great disservice by ignoring the natural world. Uh, yesterday, we, we did a segment about um, um, a new website called Tree FM. Yeah. And uh, on Tree FM, they have recordings of forests from all over the world. I mean, you can sort of skip around around the world, you know, to all these incredible places. And the overriding thing, two things, I guess, when I hear these recordings, is that you hear the sound of wind and trees, you know, of course, because it is a forest. But really, the gigantic overlay is the sound of birds. I was oh, yeah. shocked by that. Yeah. I mean, how every forest is so different because all the birds in the forest are different. Yeah. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Can you well, I have to be honest. When I'm uh, watching a movie, 
my wife will give me a hard time because sometimes I'll, I'll shake my finger at the TV and say, that's not authentic. They're playing North American birds and this is a European movie or something. Oh. Right? Like you can, you can hear the birds and you go, yeah, that's not India. That's, uh, that, that's Florida. Like you can just pick up on that. But, um, but we, I, I think that uh, I haven't seen tree. Uh, what was that? Tree, tree FM. FM. Yeah, it's really that's interesting. Look at it's on you. You can look at it on your phone. It's very cool. But obviously, you can can, just, yeah. you're speaking a language here, right? I mean, you understand the language of the birds. If you can pick up one location to the next, this is something that's deep in you. Well, at least we know the things that are relative to us, right? So you learn the the, the locals of your own backyard, and uh, you know enough to know when when you hear those. So I imagine that um, your locals are pretty similar to mine down here in Charlotte. Uh, but uh, you you get to uh, you get to know those well enough that when you hear something different, uh, you know that it's it's worth uh, pulling out the binoculars for. And so I think that when Rich Mullins said, um, "There's so much," he, the, the song you just played, he said, yeah. "There's so much beauty around us for just two eyes to see, but everywhere I go, I'm looking." I just think that's that's uh, that's a gauntlet thrown down there mm-hmm. to say, um, "I'm I'm going to step outside and I'm going to be attentive." And and even uh, you know, as much as I say that, I know that this afternoon I had I had most of the day off and I. I spent most of it inside and it's a beautiful day outside and I had to force myself to remember outside is better. And once I got out there, I was on my iPad for half of it. So we're so used to yeah. uh, being mediated through a screen uh, that I think we just have to be that much more intentional. That's so true. I mean, I can say how much I love being outside and how beautiful it is right now in Pittsburgh and we can't believe it's 70 degrees and it's November. And I'm still talking about it while I'm inside looking at my laptop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's kind of sad. Kevin Burrell's with us. He's a dedicated ornithologist, pastor of preaching and connections at Stonebridge Church Community. Um, Kevin, before you leave us, for people who haven't heard you before, why should uh, people watch birds? Well, uh, as I said earlier, isn't it great that we have a creative God who would reveal himself not just with God could have made a bird and called it bird. It would be a thing with feathers and wouldn't that be great? But he made 10,000 different kinds of birds. I think he's showing off. Uh, There's something vivid and, and, and just magnificent about what he's put before us. And, and that could be a lot of different things uh, if you're into gardening or trees or whatever that is. But um, I think, as I mentioned that, that creational attentiveness, um, I think that that's something that we're all, uh, better for, for paying attention to. And the slower you go, uh, the more you see. I think that's what Rich Mullins was getting at. Yeah. Go slow. And, and of course, you know, you, you see it in the pages of scriptures. I and mean, I'm sure you know, Kev, how many, how many times do you think a bird is mentioned in scriptures? I mean, have you, have you dug down into that? There's a, a guy named Mark Winter who wrote a book. Uh, I think it's called Consider the Birds. He identified every bird in scripture and uh, dedicated a chapter to the ones that get the most press. Really? Uh, so you can imagine that the dove gets the most because mm-hmm. it was sacrificed a lot, but there's others like uh, eagles and, and even some more, uh, uh, some uh, unexpected birds along the way. Sparrows. And so mentioned? yeah, it's, it's surprising when you're looking for it, it's all over the place. Right. So, yeah. Well, since we met Kevin, the three of us, um, I started following several bird accounts on Twitter and then I liked them so much. I started following several accounts on Instagram and now my feeds like covered with birds. I cannot <laughs> believe how awesome they are. Yeah. Truly. I, I'm, I, I know I sound like an idiot, didn't I? know birds were awesome, but I just never anything I ever looked into. Yeah. Well, if like the, the, the subject of the book, if you don't consider the birds, then you don't understand the miracle of the birds, do you? Mm-hmm. 
That's right. I think uh, I read something recently. They say, you know, you can go 100% oblivious to birds for years and years, and maybe the older we get, suddenly one day we stop and we go, wait, is that a yellow rump warbler? And we just, we noticed something that we maybe for years had, had overlooked. And um, Kathy, I think it's great. Last time we were on the show, uh, John mentioned that he just kept putting poetry in front of you until yes. you liked poetry. So now you've got birds in your feed. Uh, I feel I mean, like that's, the a, great, only that's thing a gateway I can, drug. The only, thing, job. the only thing good I can say about me is I guess I'm teachable. I mean, <laughs> I come good, in yeah. decrepit, but at least I can pay attention. Fabulous. Thanks, Kev. I yeah, appreciate Kev. that. That's good. Hey, do you have feeders outside your house? I do. They're um, a little quiet right now. A lot of the birds have already headed south, but uh, yeah. Very good. I do. How about you? Yeah, I, I only have one feeder, and um, it's a good feeder. It, a lot of the birds are gone, and of course, I'm feeding mostly squirrels now at this point. But it's okay. It's good of you, John. Right? I feel like I'm, you know, I'm contributing. Yeah, you're contributing. I, I say the uh, the evil that I do not want to do that I keep on doing, and and for me, that's feeding squirrels by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Burrell, Thanks, Kev. pastor of preaching and connection, Stonebridge Church Thanks, community. Yeah, he's got a great website too. Check him out, Kevin Burrell. We're gonna take a break. Come back. This or that. Oh, this or that. This or that. The weekly feature. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Attention investors, this is an important announcement from MarketBeat.com. Are you tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you lost thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat.com, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks or buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have stood the test of time. MarketBeat.com has prepared a free report titled Seven Stocks to Buy and hold forever. Text PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but financials don't lie. They print billions of dollars of profit each year and show no sign of slowing down. If you would like to receive our free report of seven stocks to buy and hold forever, text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now. Text PROFIT to 68285. Message and data rates apply. Individual results may vary. Consult with your tax or investment professional. Text PROFIT to 68285. You've already heard a lot about the exceptional retirement lifestyles available at St. Barnabas. Here's what you might not know. St. Barnabas is a Christian organization that dates back to 1900. That's when Episcopal monks started the tradition of taking care of those who had no ability to do it themselves. Sure, the campus may have changed a bit over the years, but the mindset is still the same. Think about it. Luxury retirement with like-minded people. Now that's an easy decision. Call St. St. Barnabas, 724-443-0700. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. As believers, we're to be grateful always in all circumstances. Sometimes, though, we focus too much on what we lack. Well, the book, The Grumbler's Guide to Giving Thanks, is written to help us adjust our perspective. It's full of practical tips for establishing a routine of gratitude. You'll learn how to appreciate God's goodness, even through disappointment. Request your copy at truthforlife.org donate. Hi, I'm Kyle at Blindster.com. 
I sell custom-made blind shades and shutters that are easy to install at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are custom-made for your windows, and I guarantee they'll fit. Don't hire a pro. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. In your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Partly cloudy and mild tonight, low 57. Tomorrow warm, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun. A breezy afternoon, high 77. Overcast, breezy and mild tomorrow night with a shower in spots of the evening. Then late night showers, the low 62. Mostly cloudy Sunday, warm near record-breaking highs once again with a couple of showers mainly early in the day, high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Time now for this or that. It's our weekly selections. This one or that one. Kath, in the early hours or late night, she makes a list. Mm -hmm. I follow suit as well. It doesn't mean anything. There's not a psychological profile. In the late night hours. Right. (laughs) Hey, what'd you do last night? Uh, I made a list. Yes, exactly. All right, shall I go? I'm excited about it. All right. Warm days in March. Yeah. Warm days in November. I mean, I'll take the warm days in November. Seriously. Really? Yeah, I'm very excited about it. All right. A garbage disposal. A faucet sprayer. Oh. That's very hard. I'm going faucet sprayer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I am. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? I started a compost heap. Oh. Oh. We'll talk about that later. All right. Hearing a symphony. Hearing a choir. Symphony. Oh, choir. I don't know. Okay, symphony. It's hard. This or that. The flesh. Yes. The spirit. (laughs) What kind of question is that? You're like Gnostic. Uh, You can't pick between the two. This or that. All right, for right now. Okay, I'm choosing flesh, for for goodness sake. (laughs) Chocolate cake. Yeah. Carrot cake. Mm, Carrot cake. I think carrot cake, Mm -hmm. though both are delicious. Losing your sight. Yes. Losing Losing your your hearing. hearing. Why do I submit myself to your questions every week? They're like, uh, losing my hearing. What? <laughs> a robe. Sweatpants. Sweatpants. Olives. Pickles. Oh, olives. A pond. A swimming pool. Swimming pool. Bill Cower. Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin. Jimmy Stewart. Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that seems mean. I'm going to pick Jimmy Fallon, though. I really, I think he's a terrific talent. I do. I'm not saying that Jimmy Stewart isn't, but I really like Jimmy Fallon. Groovy. Cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool, John. Cool. Hip. <laughs> Hip. Turtle dove. Yeah. A peacock. Peacock. I mean, that's outrageous. Mm-hmm. Charisma. Character. John. Character. Okay, there you go. That's my this or that. Gosh, that was pain. What the heck? That's hard. I mean, you know, just rolling with it. Here we go. John. Bring it. It's going to be more than 70 degrees this weekend. It is already. And there's still beautiful fall foliage all over mm, the Pittsburgh area. Yeah. And so as a result of both of those things, I give you the nice surprise edition of nice this or that. Nice surprise. Mm-hmm. Great. All these things. 
Or a nice surprise. Uh-huh. Oh, I like this. Number one. All right. Receiving a postcard from a friend who's traveling mm. or a spontaneous picnic. Oh, I'm doing the picnic. I mean, I like a postcard from a friend who travels, yeah, don't you? I'm surprised I thought you would pick postcards. No, I go for a picnic. Okay. Yeah. Number two. Right. Tootsie Pop or Zots? <laughs> Give me the Tootsie Pop any day. The, the Zots is not like That's a nice not surprise. Good. No. That's not good. Horrible. I mean, some people think it's a nice surprise. If you I... look at like the marketing for Zots, they mm-hmm. think it's a nice surprise. Maybe, yeah. I thought maybe you'd think it was I a nice surprise. So. No. Tootsie Pop is high quality. Oh, uh, yeah. And name the flavor. You'd pick chocolate okay grape number three perfection or operation mm. do you remember perfection i do mm-hmm. no that, that guy laying there with the little red nose i like i like operation he has a name did you know that no i did not he does have a name i can't think no. of what it is but he doesn't no name. that's that's always a, that's a good game to play with little kids perfection is just anxiety oh it's too right? much yeah right number four psycho or the usual suspects Mm, a psycho. Okay. Yeah, that's a classic. Okay. I mean, I, really. You yeah. don't think usual, usual suspect? Yeah, it is. Yeah, but I mean, Alfred Hitchcock, and it's yeah. Yeah, very tense. Number five. Yeah. Catching a ball at a major league baseball game yeah. or winning at bingo. Oh, come on. Catching a ball at any time. Six days out. <laughs> yes, please. Bingo. Number six. Caramel creams or lemon heads? Mm. <laughs> lemon heads. Oh, you don't like oh, that yeah. cream inside? No, they kind of gross me oh, out. Oh, I can't. No. Okay, all right. No, no. All right, uh, the nice surprise edition of This or That goes on with uh-huh. number seven, surprise birthday party, John, or finding an old photograph you forgot about or didn't know existed. That's the old photograph, yes, without a doubt. The surprise birthday party, my wife does this. We did that for you I know. a couple years ago. Yes. You it's, didn't really appreciate it's it. It's anxiety producing. Number it's, eight. It's a lot. Getting a job offer on LinkedIn mm. or a snow day? Oh, uh, yeah, that's rough. Uh, I don't know. The job offer. Uh, uh, let's take a look at it. Okay. All right. Number nine. Okay. Sixth Sense or Chinatown? Oh, Chinatown. That's a horrible that's ending. That's a great film. That's a horrible that's a ending. G- Faye Dunaway, Jack Nicholson. That's fabulous. I have number 10 and I have a bonus. Okay. Number 10. An old friend finds you on social media, John. Mm. Or weekend plans canceled at the last minute so you get to stay home bingo i'm staying home <laughs> <laughs> yeah bring it and your bonus yeah. are you ready uh-huh. leaving a letter from the irs on your desk mm. only to open it and see it's a refund mm. or all parties agree right this minute to stop all election ads oh no give me the refund give me the refund so you're okay with the election ads i'll just turn the volume down because i got the cash 1.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. There are many issues in this election, but John Fetterman only wants to talk about one, his support for killing unborn babies by abortion. Sadly, John Fetterman wants to deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. John Fetterman even supports a federal law that allows unlimited abortion essentially until birth, and he wants to pay for it with your tax dollars. John Fetterman should never be in the U.S. Senate. Mehmet Oz respects life. 
He supports measures to protect unborn babies and their mothers. Mehmet Oz supports protecting unborn children from painful late abortions, and Mehmet Oz opposes using your tax dollars to pay for abortion. Mehmet Oz will fight to protect life. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Please vote for life. Vote for Mehmet Oz for U.S. Senate. Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. How is your job to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into your retirement blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. All right, so we do this segment. (laughs) You know, it's a Twitter segment. It's a Twitter segment. But but now I feel kind of badly doing it after the whole Elon Musk cleaning house. Here's the deal. I don't think ever in real time you've seen company-wide firings on the web, yeah, which is essentially what has happened here in the last few hours or, you know, from last night to forward. So you got mixed emotions about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I've mixed emotions I about mean, it. I mean, I've got mixed, I think if you... I've mixed emotions about Twitter exactly, in general. Exactly, right. And all social media platforms. Is it worth $44 billion? Of course not. No. That's a crazy amount of money. It surely is. So who knows what's going to happen? But do with I this? know what's worth forty-four billion dollars? No, like no. that doesn't even that doesn't even sound like real money to me. So really, f- strange emotions today. Uh, I I really don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's social media. Like, I, what do I, does he care if I support him or not? I, I know, know I don't. He for sure doesn't. No, right? But I find still the platform interesting. It's an and exchange of ideas. It is. It's an interesting platform. It's also funny. For people who can work Twitter, yep. it's a very funny platform. And can be very heartfelt, and it tragic, can, revealing. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> it's also a platform that rewards um, a particular sense of awareness of the average or the mundane. Yes. And I find that very funny also. Yeah. Yeah. The people who really make it sing are to the point. Yeah. Uh, and funny. And go to the heart of the matter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so do you, we usually do Twitter likes with that caveat. Mm-hmm. Here's some Twitter likes. Okay, okay I'm going to start with one of the mundanes All right. and one of the funny things. Are you ready? Yeah. Hannah uh, Mayiku Nunez, who I didn't know I was following, said this. 
Are you ready for this? Mm. Double dipping isn't gross if you cleanly take a bite of the dip vehicle. Dip. As in chip and dip or vegetable and dip? Okay, now listen. Get more guac on the chip. Refill the ranch, she said, on that carrot. Or if you rotate the dip vehicle Mm -mm. when dipping again. That way the bitten side is not going back into the dip. I Listen, that's from Anna, by the way. I don't know who Anna is. But I, I think both of those have validity. I don't trust it. You've got to trust the person you're double dipping with to, to adhere to those rules. People aren't going to do that. They get lazy and sloppy, and all of a sudden... You know th- what? Okay, you're not eating dip with someone who's sloppy. What? No, look, someone approaches the dip bowl with the criteria that you just named yeah, in mind. Yeah. You think, well, because I'm doing X, then the person around me, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be okay. They won't suffer because of my double dipping efforts, which is wrong. You don't, like, place criteria like that that's, like, subtle and really precise. What if, what if it's just family? Oh, if it's family, anything goes. Are you double dipping with family? Because I'm not double dipping with family. I don't know. I, I I don't consider it often, no. But I, do, as a rule, I just don't double dip. I know, but if, with this, I might start to. We have to solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Humanity is depending on you. Exactly. Because you, you <laughs> might get sick. This cost $44 billion, Gary. Yeah, yeah you on. just used up $300 worth of airtime doing it, too. Very good. All right. Okay, here's my uh, Twitter, like, townhall.com. Yeah. Biden on coal. We're going to be, sh- he says, we're going to be shutting these plants down all across America and having wind and solar. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> if that makes absolutely no it sense. It doesn't. Who's talking to this and guy? And who's he talking? Who, when he's saying that, is he buying that? Or is he just trying to hit a particular lobby? I believe he's just a puppet. I mean, that's They put that's a piece of paper in so front of him. Or someone's talking into the poor man's ear is what it feels like. It really does. All right. Good grief. Yep. Um, there was a, a uh, Twitter prompt that went up a couple days ago. Tell us your most heartfelt, unpopular opinion. Okay? Mm, okay. This woman, uh, Brenda P., responded this way. You shouldn't move in with a partner before engagement or marriage if marriage is your goal. Oh. She got ruined. What? She got ruined. People crushed her. People were like, that is so stupid. How old are you? That's antiquated. Well, don't try to you know, push your morals on me. Meanwhile, it's supposed to be a fun tweet. The, the whole Twitter post already says, Have fun. what's your most heartfelt belief that is unpopular? So she... She anyway, got crushed. She Probably got deleted crushed. her account and ran away. Brenda NP. Sorry, Brenda. I support her. Okay, Tim Champlin. That's true, though. Of course if it you is. Real, if, if marriage is your goal... I mean, I, I wonder what the stats are on people who live together first. I just wonder. Not about good. It. You know they're not good. I mean, the stats are there. You easily found they're not good. All right, Tim Shampling says this. How about say every child just goes through normal puberty at goes through puberty at the normal age in the regular old way, and we don't pretend that since the arrival of social media, ten year olds have attained some special gnosis about sex, personhood, mm-hmm. and all the way. To live a good life. I'm into that. What do 10-year-olds know? Nothing. But very, they should very be able little. to make this life-altering decision because they're so self-aware? Right. It's outrageous. All right. Um, Jen, Jen Kennings, which I think might be a faint name. Anyway, says this. Self-diagnosed mental illnesses 
that people make a point to bring up in every conversation is a weird and disturbing trend. Like, for example, like this. Like someone would come into a conversation yeah. and be talking and say, oh, my gosh, but I'm so OCD. Do you know what I mean? Or I'm just so – I was just feeling so manic today. Right. Like people – who don't actually suffer from mental illness, but are kind of taking the labels and then the verbiage, right, and throwing them around in conversation, he calls a weird and disturbing trend. And I think he's right about that. Do you hear that a lot? Yeah. Words matter, but people are going to co opt whatever, to, depending upon how they feel to make it work for them. So but I think it's something you should be careful of. Right. Well, that woman got crushed to talk about marriage. <laughs> no one's I mean being careful. Real, I mean in real life, not right. online life. Colin Dunlap says this. Happy, sad moment. Twins are 11, his twins, and said, Mom and Dad, we don't need you. We're just going trick-or-treating with our friends. Mm. And off they went without an adult on the street. End of an era. I'm getting old. Remember that moment? Yep. Of course I do. You were really happy. Because there were many years before then that you went out when it was snowing. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you covered up your kid's costume you spent all this time on because it was freezing and they needed to wear a coat. And so the whole thing was... Plus, you wanted to be part of the fun. Right. You know? (laughs) Yep. No, I get it. Um, Here's a young woman who just put uh, a post up on Twitter saying that she had finally decided to get off of dating apps, Mm -hmm. Christian dating apps. She was finally saying, like, I'm done with this. I'm not doing it anymore. This is what she said. There are so many married friends I immediately turn to for advice because of their empathy. So I'm just seeking out. I'm just asking them advice for my life. Because all of us young people in America right now, we're just out here trying not to marry a Christian nationalist or end up in somebody's basement. Hmm. It's a scary wow. time. It's a very scary time. To be a young time. person in dating. Yeah. All right. That's our Twitter likes for the week. and uh, Oh, and don't forget the guy who was at the University of Tennessee yeah. and did the dance thing. What dance? The thing? dance troupe. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not an endorsement of Twitter. It's just something we see, but, you know, t- take it for what it's worth. You can follow us on Twitter, John underscore mm-hmm. Word FM, Kathy underscore Word FM. This is Maria Gallagher, Legislative Director of the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation. On Election Day, Pennsylvania voters will select our new U.S. Senator. John Fetterman, the Democrat candidate, supports the most radical abortion without restriction bill in our history. The Fetterman-endorsed bill will abolish our Pennsylvania parental consent law for minors seeking abortion. If Fetterman is elected, this radical bill could well become law next year. After careful evaluation of the Republican Dr. Mehmet Oz and his positions, the Pennsylvania Pro-Life Federation PAC strongly endorses Dr. Mehmet Oz for the U.S. Senate. Dr. Oz opposes any taxpayer funding of abortion. Dr. Oz will oppose any attempt to codify Roe v. Wade. Dr. Oz will fight to protect our crisis pregnancy centers. Whether or not you voted for Dr. Oz in the primary, the unborn needs you to vote for him now. Thank you, and God bless you today. Paid for by Patriotic Veterans, Inc., a 501c4 committee, not coordinated with any candidate or campaign committee. You've all helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, inventor and CEO of MyPillow, wants to give back to my listeners. It's John Hall. 
Right now, MyPillow is offering exclusive offers on their bed sheets, their six-piece towel set, and even offering an extended 60-day money-back guarantee. Orders placed now through December 25th will now have an extended money-back guarantee through March 1st. The Giza bed sheets are marked down as low as $29.99. And believe me when I say you'll get a great night's sleep in these. Their six-piece towel set is made with USA cotton, comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. Typically retails at $89.98, now just $39.98 with promo code WORD. There's a limited supply, so be sure to order now. Call 1-800-391-0954, use the promo code WORD, or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square, use promo code WORD. These offers will not last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com for this radio-exclusive offer on all bedsheets. Marketing your business is hard. It's so competitive, and getting new customers is as hard as keeping your existing ones. We know it because we're a local business, too. So when it comes to marketing your business and getting new customers, we know how to do it. Our digital marketing firm, Salem Surround, is built to create customized solutions to your business, not your competitors just you. Reach out to us at SalemSurround.com and we'll work with you to create those solutions that will increase your business and bring you new customers. SalemSurround.com. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name is Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com. So there's, I, I did not know this, but there is something called fast furniture. So you think about, you know, fast food, Wendy's, McDonald's, et cetera, et cetera, right? right? Um, during the pandemic, the rise of fast furniture, uh, $4 billion from 2019 to 2021. Wow. Now, I, that seems like a lot. Well, uh, you think about... Okay. Everybody's staying at home. Everyone's staying at home. All of a sudden, they hate their mattress or right. their sofa. Their bed and wanting to sort of upgrade. Now, most people, you go to where? Ikea mm-hmm. or Target or, you know, uh, Wayfair, mm-hmm. right? All these places we're all very familiar with. Uh, they're saying not so great. Now, th- this is where people – the good news is, right, if, if you if you have means – which most people don't, you're buying higher-end things. Maybe you're buying higher-end things at thrift stores or at auctions and things like that. But this throwaway furniture, this fast furniture, they're saying now that the pandemic is winding down, people are going to dump this stuff hmm. and fill landfills with... Junk. Yeah, their desks, their you know, throwaway little chairs, whatever. It's a billion, billion, billion-dollar business. And people in the design industry sort of lift their nose at it and say, not in my house. I've renovated this place. Right. I've d- done you know painstaking work on getting my room or my house in order. Why would I fill my house with throwaway trash? Right. I get it. But for most people, buying a nice piece of furniture is a really expensive, probably prohibitive. Oh, my gosh. You right. just can't do it, right? Okay, but here's the thing I would say about that. As someone who has been in the design industry um, – Crappy furniture is expensive. Crappy furniture is expensive? It's expensive. 
So if you're buying like IKEA furniture, uh-huh. you're saying is crappy. I think. Oh well, not all of it, but some of it. But what I'm saying is, even crappy furniture is expensive. Yeah. You're not getting a deal. Your very best deal on furniture, and trust me when I tell you this, is to buy used. And you might not like that idea. You might put your nose up at it. But if you can go on Craigslist, if you know what you're doing, you know what good furniture is, you can go on Craigslist, eBay, and find it for a fraction of sure. the cost. You can have it cleaned. You can have it reupholstered. You can do all sorts of things to it. But that buying older furniture and reconditioning it is a much better move than buying new furniture. So if you're going to, but if you don't like that idea, which I get, I could never talk my parents into that. They were so horrified, the idea of, of, of somebody used, else's of furniture. furniture. I am, so I get that. Did they care about, like, okay, so do you take it to the extreme? Old furniture is, would, could essentially become one day an antique. Yes, it could be. But antiques ha- carry a feeling of expense to them, an investment to them. Right. That I don't think that necessarily has to be. I think just looking at it used furniture, I think, is fine. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of it around, right? There's a lot. There's a ton of it around, and a lot of the stuff you're going to find that was built in the 30s or 40s or earlier, it's just way, 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 way better mm-hmm. in qual in quantity, or excuse me, in quality than you're going to find now. But if you don't like that, I totally understand. But if you're buying new furniture, I will tell you this: save up your money and buy a good piece of furniture. Don't go and buy. A four hundred dollar sofa that's new because Bobs. it will be garbage right. and it will end up in a landfill and you will hate yourself. Don't do it. Just wait until you can really afford it, and then buy a good piece. Uh, we bought years ago in our first house. We went to an auction. A friend of mine introduced us to you know the auctions, like in person auctions. It was Royal York Gallery mm. in East Liberty. They're mm-hmm. gone, and uh, we we bid and won this green silk down filled couch oh i bet that was pretty it was incredibly beautiful it lasted maybe two years yeah because yeah because it was old yeah and that upholstery is not gonna we had a little kid and it kind of fell apart quickly surprisingly you know so we spent a little bit of money on it because it was so incredibly gorgeous but it was money that was not well spent for us in the end now you could have taken that and reupholstered it in something that was denim you know, something that was like a nice twill or something, and it would have worked very well with a child. Right. So it's just things to think about. If you have concerns about your your cash flow and you want to talk to someone in you know a design role, I would ask questions like that. Like, what could I do to this? Would it be worthwhile? Is this a piece that's worth reupholstering? Yeah. Any good reupholster uh, upholsterer worth his weight will tell you the truth. Right. That's I mean, I not, get That's it. not worth doing. But don't you at the same time still like to go to IKEA? I do like to go to Ikea. Me too. Yeah. It's always fun. But if you're going to buy a, a sofa for $300, that is not that is not good yeah. furniture. Probably not going to be comfortable for it's one, not gonna, right? It's not yeah, going to be yeah, good furniture. Yeah, yeah. It's just not. Right. So you can spend your 300 now, or you can wait for two years yeah. until you've got $1,500 and get something that's really good. When I, when I, when I was single, I... Uh, I needed a couch. Again, I needed a couch, and I was a single guy. And so, I, you know, it was like want ads. This is how long ago it was, you know, probably like in the uh, you know, mid-80s, late 80s. I'm coming home. And uh, I went to this guy's house, and it was a pretty ugly couch, but it was, it was pretty affordable. And I was like, okay, I'll buy it. And as he's helping me uh, load the uh, couch on the truck, he says to me, you know, you, I, I want to let you know that my son-in-law died on this couch. <laughs> 
<laughs> that kind of takes some of the. <laughs> and I was like, what? Wait, 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 no, wait. Uh, and he told me just as I was loading it on, I said, oh, I'm sorry, a deal's off. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't want this. <laughs> and he got upset with me. But I mean, he, he probably should have waited until the thing was on the truck. You think? You know, but really, you know, I was, because you never know, right? You never, you never know. Everything comes okay. with the history. So I bought two uh, twin sofas, which is a very rare thing to find in the used world. But yep. I found them on eBay in Scranton, PA. They were pink floral. They looked, they were hideous. Yeah. But the lines of the sofa, as far that I'm by lines, I mean like the design of it, the shape of it Very was pretty. beautiful. It had exposed legs. It was a two beautiful pieces. So I paid $300 for both sofas, hmm. $300 for both. And a woman put them in a truck and drove them from Scranton to Pittsburgh. Holy smokes. And deposited them in my garage. That's cool. Okay. I paid her cash. I gave her a vanilla Coke. And she and her husband turned around and drove back. Wow. Do you still have them? No. I had them reupholstered yeah. um, at a local shop in Denham's that was really useful. Cool. I had them almost a decade. Wow. Excellent. And think how little I invested in yeah, those two yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, That's very cool. Yeah. Very so nice. you can do it. You can do it if you try. All right. All right, Tay. I mean, uh, I don't know. Now the Watsons, by the way, have the sofas. My good friends, the Watsons. The Denham sofas. Yeah. You very know nice. the Watsons. I do. Yeah. Very nice. Mm -hmm. All right. I mean... Who doesn't like furniture? Right? I love furniture. <laughs> right. But it's hard because you, you can get ripped off so easily. Yeah. Well. And you go in and you feel like, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, you get like, excited because you're going to go, I'm going to buy yeah, something new. Right. right? I, uh, yeah, I right. want And then six months later, you're like, why don't I like that? All right. Hey, it's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We're back in a few minutes for the 5 o'clock hour. Stay with us. Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker too. Plus iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Ukraine's president accusing Russia of energy terrorism. Volodymyr Zelensky's accusation comes after Russian strikes on Ukraine's energy network left millions of residents without power. He adds the very fact that Russia is resorting to energy terrorism shows the weakness of our enemy. They cannot beat Ukraine on the battlefield, so they try to break our people this way. In his nightly address on Thursday, Zelensky said about 4.5 million people are without electricity across the country, while Kiev Mayor Vitaly Klitschko says 450,000 apartments in the capital alone don't have electricity. I'm Charles Duladesma. America's employers adding 261,000 positions in October. The unemployment rate rose to 3.5 from 3.7 percent. This is SRN News. Ad paid for by the Sentinel Group. Attention Marines, military personnel, families, and contractors who were stationed at Camp Lejeune. Were you present at Camp Lejeune between August 1953 and December of 1987? You may be entitled to significant compensation. For nearly 34 years, those in the Marine Corps' base Camp Lejeune were exposed to contaminated drinking water, resulting in devastating injuries, including several forms of cancer, adverse birth outcomes, Parkinson's disease, and more. North Carolina's procedural laws have prevented victims from getting the justice they deserve. But passage of the Camp Lejeune Justice Act of 2022 would allow you or a loved one to file lawsuits seeking compensation for illnesses and injuries linked to the toxic water. Call today for your free consultation. 800-860-3973. Let 
our experienced attorneys fight to get you the compensation you deserve, and you pay nothing unless there's a recovery in your favor. Call 800-860-3973. That's 800-860-3973. Again, 800-860-3973. The following is an editorial from Salem Media Group, the owner of this radio station. Hi, this is Brad Marshall, General Manager of 101.5 Word FM here in Pittsburgh with a quick word about Dr. Oz and his effort to become the next senator from Pennsylvania. Each election cycle provides voters with an opportunity to weigh in on the direction of the things in our nation. I'm concerned we're headed in the wrong direction. American families are struggling under decades-high inflation, fuel prices at record highs, crime is surging, and we have a crisis at our southern border. We need some accountability in Washington, D.C., and that's part of what Dr. Oz can bring if he's successful. His opponent, John Fetterman, is among the most radical nominees on the ballot in any state this election cycle. Dr. Oz can be part of a new Senate while he votes for a stronger America, a renewal of law and order, and a secure border. I'm supporting Dr. Oz for Senate. Would you join me in doing so as well? Make your plans today and be prepared to vote. Thank you. You know, if one part of the body suffers, the Bible says we suffer together. Hi, it's Michael with Bible League International, and we're partnering together to send the hope of God's Word to persecuted believers all over the world who are singled out, monitored, beaten, jailed, in some cases threatened with death simply because they believe Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Arguably, this is the most important issue facing the global church. Let me give you some more perspective. By the end of the average hour-long worship service in America on a Sunday, a dozen Christians elsewhere in the world will be killed simply because of their faith. If you're persecuted like this, you need to know and savor the words of Jesus when he says, I'm with you always. And that's why Word FM and Bible League are teamed up to bless 5,000 Bibleist persecuted believers with their very own copy of God's Word at only $5 a Bible. $100 sends 20. Pray about it and then call 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word. 800 Yes Word or give at WordFM.com and God bless you for caring. Partly cloudy and mild tonight, low 57. Tomorrow warm, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun, a breezy afternoon, high 77. Overcast, breezy and mild tomorrow night with a shower in spots of the evening, then late night showers, the low 62. Mostly cloudy Sunday, warm, near record-breaking highs once again with a couple of showers, mainly early in the day, high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along. The Friday edition. It's been a week, has it The not? best edition, John. Very nice. The Friday edition. It's my favorite edition. It is? Yeah. Weekend plans? Uh, yeah, big plans. You're coming over I am. tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Not just myself. I mean, not just you. Not just- <laughs> hey. Eric and I are having John over. <laughs> We're tired of that guy. We've heard everything he's got. We're having a little uh, dinner party with friends. A soiree. We're having a soiree. Mm -hmm, Isn't a soiree just in the afternoon? Uh, That I don't know. I feel like it's an afternoon thing. I don't think. Now, here's the moment where you go, Siri, what's a soiree? Right? And then Siri would chime in. Okay. All right. Well, here's the deal. Uh, We're coming over Saturday night, and we can stay longer because we're going to fall back. We've got an extra hour. Yes. Okay. So don't be kicking this out early. Well, I mean, if I'm tired. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, early this Sunday morning, Americans, of course, will engage in the uh, autumnal ritual of falling back, setting our clocks back one hour to conform with standard time. Now, here's the deal. We thought that lawmakers had their way, that they would mark the end of this tradition that well, has stretched for more than a century. The Senate voted for it. Senate voted in unanimously. March. Uh, Senator Marco Rubio's bill, I believe, called the Sunshine Act. Exactly. And it passed without even Mm -hmm. one dissenter. But this familiar story of unspooled congressional gridlock and a relentless lobbying campaign, probably, this one from advocates that they jokingly call Big Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) A bill to permanently spring forward has been stalled in Congress for more than seven months as lawmakers trade jabs over whether the Senate should have passed the legislation at all. House officials said that they've been deluged by voters with split opinions and warnings from sleep specialists who insist that adopting permanent standard time instead would be healthier. And congressional leaders admit they just don't know what to do, so we're not doing anything. So nothing's going to happen. Here's the deal. Uh, Frank Pallone Jr., who's a Democrat from New Jersey, says, we haven't been able to find a consensus. There are a broad variety of opinions about whether to keep the status quo, to move to a permanent time, and if so, what time that should be. Now, Frank Pallone, he chairs the House Energy and Commerce Committee that oversees time change policies. And he said he's wary of repeating Congress's previous attempt to institute year-round daylight savings time nearly 50 years ago. They did this in the 70s. Okay. And why didn't they like it? Well, it was quickly repealed among widespread reports that darker winter mornings led to more car accidents and drearier moods. Mm-hmm. Could moods get drearier than they currently are? <laughs> well, we haven't hit bottom yet, perhaps. Okay, so lawmakers have hit the snooze button, and there is little chance the legislation is going to be advanced during the lame duck period that follows next week's elections. And so the bill's quiet collapse puts an end to the unusual episode that briefly riveted Congress. What are you talking about? It's I over. Thought this was going to be a done deal. Me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. But it's not. You heard me say that it passed the Senate unanimously. Yeah. I was walking around for weeks thinking, okay, I- I've been saying on air, yes. last time we're going to fall back. Don't listen to me. Uh huh. So that's really frustrating. The bill's dead. Rubio and his colleagues, uh, their gloomy mood is in stark contrast from their sunny celebrations. Today, uh, he said his phone. Where are you reading from? Oh, sorry, this is from the Washington Post. Okay. He said his phone's been ringing off the hook in support of the bill from moms and dads who want more daylight before bedtime to senior citizens who want more sun in the evenings to enjoy the outdoors. Or how about we just pick one Mm -hmm. and stop the crazy moving around? Yeah. Big sleep. (laughs) <laughs> I'm pro big sleep. Boy, that hacks me off. Okay, so since we're, this is fallback. Yeah. Uh, I got, uh, I was on AAA's website today looking at some of their recommendations. You gone on a trip? No, but it's like recommendations on how to deal with uh, falling back, changing times. AAA? Yeah. Tri- like, like the, it's like they're the car like, people? Yeah, they're like lifestyle people. And because one really? of the big things, are, of course, are car accidents. Oh, right, right. Right? So... Wait, you, you, no, yeah, I you just find, said that. You, you sound surprised that I've decided to investigate it. No, it's fine. I mean, okay. The AAA surprised me. I think you'd go like it. Because I, I work in radio, and so I decided to look into these things. Bigsleep.com, you might try. Tips for motorists, according to AAA. Trip, okay. Yeah. Okay, so they said that even if you're getting an extra hour of sleep on Saturday night, yeah. it's still going to mess with you. You might even be more sleepy Sunday morning than you would normally be. So watch your driving. 
Sunday morning on the way Sunday to church. Sunday morning. Yeah, watch your uh, driving. And, and watch, here, in particular, watch for deer. Oh, oh you okay? get that right. Be yeah. careful, especially mm-hmm. at this time of year, especially here. So every poor pastor is going to have a bunch of sleepyhead congregants nodding their head up and down. Yeah, and maybe he or she is sleepyhead. You know, in every well. congregation, there's at least one or two of those guys. That are falling asleep all the time? Yeah. Of course. Don't you see those people yes. and you go, come on, man. I see people falling asleep while I'm playing music. (laughs) Get some high-quality sunglasses. What? Yeah. And adjust the car's sun visors to avoid glare in the morning. Oh, come on. I'm just saying. Adjust the car's sun visors? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Ditch the distractions. Okay? That Mm. includes, of course, your cell phone. But don't change your clock back while you're driving. Don't change your car clock back while you're driving. I discovered mine does it automatically. What? Yeah. Mine doesn't. Yeah. And here's the thing. I found that my car will not allow you to change it while you're driving. Oh, that's good. That's because of people like me. Because the only reason I discovered that is because I tried it. Oh. I was trying to change Don't the clock it. back while I was driving. Yeah. That's not recommended. The one car I have is permanently stuck. You can't change the time. So I'll, I'll go. Now my clock will be set to the right time on Sunday. Oh, good. For a short for period months. of time. <laughs> yeah. for, it's not going to be six oh, no, months just either. A few just months. a few months. Okay. And if you are walking... Mm-hmm. Cross only at intersections or crosswalks. Mm. Now, you and I are the worst offenders of that <laughs> because I went to Pitt and, so, and you went to Point Park. So Whatever. you can cross the just, street wherever you can cross the street. Jaywalkers. And our spouses are like, please stop breaking the law. Anyway, okay, but here's something important. Yeah. If you are a cyclist, and I say this as someone who drives regularly, oftentimes when it's getting dark, mm. would you please put a light on? On your bike. And on you. Yeah. And reflective stuff. Yeah. Because I, I know that you feel like everybody can see you. No. It, I can't tell you how many cyclists I have almost hit around my house. It's dangerous. On my way home from work. Mm-hmm. So please, put a light on. That's what I learned from AAA today, right, John. Good. See, no, so you were being, you know, kind I, of dismissive, dismissive of it. Sorry. And look, I just thought it was look, an odd place to go to get sort of updates on well, you know, falling happen- back. That's what happens when you're, you know, preparing a radio show. <laughs> got all sorts well, of places. Just being schooled here. Coming right. up next. Um, Grizzly audio was revealed yesterday by National Public Radio. Uh, An abortion was aired live on, not live, it was recorded on the radio. But what does it mean that that would be aired? We're going to talk about it next. Friday edition of Friday. 101.5 WORD. Old Testament feasts like Passover, the Day of Atonement, and the Feast of Tabernacles had special meaning for Jewish people in their immediate historical context, but they were also prophetic shadows of Jesus and meaningful for today's believers. Now, you can download the free booklet by Rabbi Schneider of Discovering the Jewish Jesus entitled God's Seven Holy Days, a comprehensive guide to understanding the fall holy days and how Jesus fulfills them. Download your free copy today at wordfm.com. Hey, it's hard to believe, but uh, Thanksgiving is almost at our doorstep. And if you're fraught with anxiety over that menu... Flummoxed as to what your potential is to pull a big meal together and mm-hmm. serve all your family and friends. Might we offer the Spring House as a solution? Marsh is here to tell us about it. Hey, Marsh. So we already have our Thanksgiving order form out online. You can just hop on our website and hit the button for Thanksgiving menu and ordering. And we have a bunch of different options. We have a cake and bake where you'll have everything in a box ready to just open it up and heat it up. Believe it includes instructions. And then we are able to get fresh turkeys this year again. So I'm very thankful for the turkey cook it, or you can get it ready to cook it. And then we'll have all of our yummy casseroles, nut rolls, baby cut rolls, coffee seed rolls, pumpkin rolls. 
dinner rolls, pie, apple pie, everything you can think of. We can do it all for you. You can order it online so it's peaceful. You can really look at what you have and find what, what you might want to have for your meal and get it all taken care of and just come up and take good care of you. Well, that sounds terrific. That's Marcia from the Springhouse. If you want more information about online Thanksgiving ordering, please check out their website, springhousemarket.com. Thanks, Marsh. Thanks, guys. Bye. There are many issues in this election, but John Fetterman only wants to talk about one, his support for killing unborn babies by abortion. Sadly, John Fetterman wants to deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. John Fetterman even supports a federal law that allows unlimited abortion essentially until birth, and he wants to pay for it with your tax dollars. John Fetterman should never be in the U.S. Senate. Mehmet Oz respects life. He supports measures to protect unborn babies and their mothers. Mehmet Oz supports protecting unborn children from painful late abortions, and Mehmet Oz opposes using your tax dollars to pay for abortion. Mehmet Oz will fight to protect life. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Please vote for life. Vote for Mehmet Oz for U.S. Senate. Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee. NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. Where can you get holiday ready and hosting the entire family ready? Lowe's, actually. Save on appliances like the four-piece Samsung Stainless Steel Kitchen Suite. Was $5,146, now $3,016, for a total savings of $2,130. Save all season, backed by the Lowe's Price Promise. Check back daily for deals during Black Friday month and start saving now at Lowe's. Home to any possibility. Offer valid through 11.9. Terms and exclusions apply. See store for details. Learn more at Lowe's.com slash price promise. National Public Radio yesterday broadcast the sounds of a woman's abortion. Uh, we reached, uh, we listened to this. Unfortunately, we, mm-hmm. we did. We we felt it was necessary to yeah, listen I felt to like this. Yeah, I had to. Um, and, and it's the 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 whole the entire report that NPR produced and then broadcast is about eleven minutes long, and about four minutes or so was of this live broadcast or this broadcast of a woman having an abortion. Now, let me say that we uh, were hoping to air uh, some of the audio, not the audio of the actual abortion, but of the conversation, the the reporting that was going on by NPR. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were unable to do that for uh, permission reasons. Uh, I am not telling you that you should listen to it. It's you don't. It, it's disturbing to listen to. So you just have to know that before going in. Um if you do want to listen to it, you can find it online, mm-hmm. uh, on Twitter in particular, but I'm sure it's available on whatever your social media platform is. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that you should want to listen to it for the purposes of what an abortion sounds like, but more the purposes of how our culture is discussing abortion right now. Right. Uplifting it. Anyway, I'm reading from an article from the Catholic News Agency. Uh, they, they take some of the audio, and I'll read some of this to you. Uh, quote, you're going to hear this machine turn on now, okay? It makes a loud noise. Someone tells the unidentified Michigan woman who is 11 weeks pregnant. The loud whirl the vacuum aspirator machine that will suck the unborn baby out begins, followed by a woman's moaning. Now, of course, they, were not call- they would not call it an unborn baby. No. The segment aired during NPR's morning edition in anticipation of Michigan's upcoming vote on abortion during the midterm elections. For the program... 
Kate Wells of Michigan Radio spent more than a week with Northland Family Planning just outside Detroit to talk to patients and then to witness an abortion. At the beginning of the story, NPR issued a warning that some listeners would be disturbed by the story's details. Wells, for her part, compared the abortion to giving birth. Quote, most patients are partially awake during the procedures, she describes. They get IV medication for pain and anxiety. The lights are dimmed. There's soothing music. It actually feels a lot like a childbirth. A medical gown, your bare legs and stirrups, and a person next to you saying, you can do this. In this instance, the person was a staffer named Brandy. Quote, here's my hand. Just keep breathing, she encourages the pregnant woman undergoing the abortion as the, she monitors the vital signs. Wells called it an example of women guiding other women. Mm-hmm. Throughout the abortion, Brandy kept encouraging the pregnant woman throughout her moans and heavy breathing. Blow it out, blow it out, breathe through it, breathe through it, she says, keep breathing. At one point, Wells reports that the woman said she could not keep breathing through her painful cramps. Brandy tells her that she can. The exchange is only described and not aired for listeners. The abortion is done in a couple of minutes, Wells reports. When the woman thanks everyone in the room, they start encouraging her. You did good. You did great. You did fine, while laughing. National pro-life leaders responded to the NPR segment, quote, My prayer is often that the truth about abortion is brought into the light, but nothing prepared me for what this audio recording of an abortion would sound like. March for Life President Gene Manchie tweeted, What's happening here is the taking of an innocent human life. Heartbreaking. No words. This is where we come, that this reporter in Michigan thought it was a brave and true thing to show the painlessness of what an abortion is. And the supportive nature of the people at the clinic. Right. Um, So here's the thing. In listening to the spot myself, I feel like there were a lot of supportive women there. There were. And when it's their business, when the Catholic news agency said everybody was laughing, that's a little bit of a misnomer. Uh, They weren't laughing like, ha ha, isn't this funny? They were just laughing in a way that you would encourage somebody else. Like you did it like good for you. Relief. Right. Relief. So it is women guiding other women. Um, I think that's that's an accurate description. Um, But what what are women guiding other women to to do? That's what we should be talking about in this is what, yes, women are supporting each other, but to do what? If I, I mean, if I'm your friend, John, and I'm supporting you and you decide, and I'm supporting you to go rob a bank, I might be a good friend, quote unquote, to you, but what am I supporting you to do? I mean, just because you're supportive doesn't mean that makes what you're all involved in a good thing. Good and noble. No, it absolutely doesn't. And saying it's a lot like childbirth is sickening. Yeah, it's a lot lot like childbirth, except it's the opposite of childbirth. It's the opposite, exactly. That's what I don't understand. Um, I mean, good grief. And, you know, NPR gets our tax dollars. Don't forget about that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, We've we've sunk so low. I mean, after David Dandelin... Um, went undercover and exposed NPR for their harvesting of babies. Planned Parenthood. Uh, yeah, uh, for, for the body parts. I mean, you thought, oh, well, this clearly will change people's minds. Well, it didn't do anything. No, As a matter didn't. of fact, it, it, it put him under legal peril, mm-hmm. right? Lawsuits and fines and all those things. So n- nothing's going to change people's minds here. 
know, NPR supporting this. Can you imagine driving to work and listening to this and thinking that's a good and noble thing that's being done? That was a horrible decision on NPR's part to do that. What So it made me think of the Operation Rescue organization that was a big deal in the 80s. Yeah. And they had a lot of violent tactics. Never supported the organization. I never... Um, I'm just not, I don't know. I don't, I'm not comfortable in that position about being an... It's hardcore. To be antagonistic in that regard. Right, yeah. But one of the things that they were most criticized for were the photographs of aborted, aborted fetuses. fetuses, right? You would, as you would walk by, you would see people... I mean, I've said this before on the air. My roommate's parents were part of this group. And they were lovely, wonderful people. And would get down on their knees and pray, you know, and that unto itself. The two images, we'll talk about this a little sometime next week. The images of aborted fetuses, babies, and then people kneeling down on the concrete outside of abortion clinics. Those two things, I mean, as, as far apart as they were, were shocking to most people, right? Christians and or just regular people walking down the street. There's something seeing the sacred and the profane together that just twirled your mind around. Okay, so now we're, that's the visual. Now this is the audio. Right. Okay. Wh- why, if that was not okay? I mean, that was roundly criticized by every abortion supporter in the world, that you cannot have those photographs. To be honest with you, I wasn't comfortable with those photographs either. It's too hard when you have kids in the car. If a woman who's had an abortion goes by and sees that, it's incredibly traumatizing. I'm not in favor of it. It's but the truth, though. It is the truth. And it, certainly the abortion lobby was all against it. But now you fast forward a couple decades. Now the abortion lobby, are they going to be behind the audio version? Well, yeah, because... Like, when so you, the video version's bad. The audio version's good. When you describe it as like a birth, right? I mean, you, you put your own Look, narrative to it, that. Like a birth. That's just it's, it's absolutely And you hear those outrageous. people in the audio and they're they're you know, they're kind and encouraging and it feels, you know, like it's a it's an operation that everyone's cheering for you. Good job. You can do this. That's an excellent job. So there is that empathy and compassion that's exposed. Empathy and compassion are great things, but again, what are you express so if, I get it, if believe not, me. I'm yeah, just I'm, I'm not trying to convince you. No. But if so, if Nazis are compassionate with one another, <laughs> right, right. are we saying, boy, at least they're compassionate? Right, right. No, they're Nazis. Yeah, I don't care what I don't care about their compassion. They're Nazis. And to me, when I heard this clip, it was like, hey, today uh, live from Auschwitz. Right. We were listening to somebody kill somebody a baby, else. A baby. Or I don't even baby a person. It's a person, whether right. it's an adult who's forty, a child who's fifteen. Or one who's 11 weeks right, in gestation. Died. A person died, and we got to hear it on National Public Radio. Earlier in our program, we had a uh, – this is going to seem like a really weird connection. We had a man on who is a pastor who writes a lot about birds. He loves birds. He loves birds. Or, he calls himself an ornithologist, right? right? And uh, But he used a term today that I wrote down called creational attentiveness. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about why birding has been important, like in his own personal life. Right. And Some why... people like the wind in the trees. Some right. people like sunsets. On, Cre- yes- on yesterday's program, we talked about Tree FM, which is this new website, which broadcasts the sound of forests around the world. 
Different forests. Just forests. You can just log on and for, you know, 30 minutes, listen to one. Um, And why that's more soothing to people, studies show, than white noise, Mm -hmm. like a manufactured digital sound. So there's this creational attentiveness is something that I think we are born with. Humans are born with. You know, we're products of the earth. We were taken from the earth, right? To earth, we were going to go, we're going to return, right? right? That's what God says. Um, And so the more that we are in tune with what's happening in the world, the more we notice it. I'm not saying we have to live outside and like not have an iPad, but the more we notice that we're living in in an actual natural world, the healthier psychologically and mentally we're going to be and probably physically. This is the opposite. This this whole abortion argument is the antithesis of creational attentiveness. It is an abomination. It's abhorrent. It is the destruction of every element of human reproduction that we see. And it's glorified on the morning show of a radio network that we all fund. Truth. Truth to that. I mean, it's a it's a really sobering time. So different organizations, Fox News and other organizations reached out to Planned Parenthood. Of course, they chose not to respond. Right. They chose not to respond. They, they knew what the backlash was going to be. And this probably wouldn't have happened if it wasn't an election week. Right. Because, look, I mean, every other ad, you know, Dr. Oz. John Fetterman, right? This, it's, it, and we, we've talked about this before about, you know, single issue voters. A lot of people are single issue voters. Sure. Right? Even still today. Um, we think Roe v. Wade was a victory. I'm not sure about that. We'll find out uh, as time goes on. Yeah. But you see the struggle that people are going to have and, and all the stories that you hear. And you see, in my opinion, the limp pro-life politicians who can't express themselves well in an election ad. I mean, for every 10 or 20 or 30 pro-abortion ads I hear in this election, I hear one Mm -hmm. of the other extreme. Because it is such a volatile issue. I don't mean the other extreme, of the other perspective. Of the pro-life perspective. Yeah. I mean, uh, Dr. Oz did such an atrocious job in that debate discussing why he was pro-life. It was awful. And he's a doctor. Right. So- I don't understand how difficult it is to just say, you know what? I believe that we value the mother because she is alive and she's a person and we owe that to her. And I believe the same thing for the child. Right. And so we need to do whatever we can to support that woman because she's in a really untenable situation. We're there to help her, but we're also there to help the child. How hard is that to put that in an ad? It's not hard, but it takes a well, measure of courage because people go, you know, the country is so deeply divided about this. So politicians always hedge their bets. Nothing in this world beats real-life experience. Now, of course, a lot of us have sent our kids to college. There's a lot of classroom work and theory and whatnot. But then, hopefully, there's a day where the rubber hits the road Mm -hmm. and your kid goes out and spreads wings and becomes part of the real-life environment of what it is to earn a living. And prior to that, the internship is what gets you ready. Right. That's the time when you're like kind of in the work world, but not fully in the work world. Right. And you're kind of trying to 
test your wings and ask the questions and get some guidance and maybe perform well enough that you could get somebody's attention later on and maybe get a job. Right. Now, at Grove City College, the opportunity for internships exists mm-hmm. and people cement themselves inside of a, a corporation. And once you graduate, then, I mean, the possibilities are endless. On campus, people come to Grove City and go, we know the nature, the quality mm-hmm. of these students. This is an A+. We're invested in these students because we see what you produce. Count us in as corporate partners. So if that sounds interesting to you or something that might be appealing and a great thing for your child to strive for, consider Grove City College. Look them up online, gcc.edu. That's Grove City College. You're not who you were 25 years ago. Your life's more complex. People change, families change, and the law changes. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman, and a proper estate plan should keep up with those changes. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer, someone who's really good at making complex concepts sound so simple, so you can protect what's yours and to ensure that your will is done. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back and bigger than ever. For five years, the Christmas Mortgage Miracle has made it possible for you to win next year's mortgage or rent. This year, we've raised the grand prize to $18,000. To pay for next year's mortgage or rent. Increase your opportunity to win when you enter up to once per day and complete optional bonus tasks. Trinity Jewelers presents the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. Enter today at wordfm.com. We are everywhere. On your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hundreds of ministries have discovered the success of a partnership with OnePlace.com, the largest online Christian broadcast platform on the web. Here's Greg Laurie. By partnering with OnePlace, we've been able to expand our online ministry in a way that complements our current web strategy for maximized outreach and impact. And Dr. David Jeremiah. Many of the new listeners we reach here each day through OnePlace are now faithful ministry supporters. Introduce your ministry to our audience. Visit us at OnePlaceRadio.com. Partly cloudy and mild tonight, low 57. Tomorrow warm, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun. A breezy afternoon, high 77. Overcast, breezy and mild tomorrow night with a shower in spots of the evening. Then late night showers, the low 62. Mostly cloudy Sunday, warm, near record-breaking highs once again with a couple of showers, mainly early in the day, high 73. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The older you get, you lose a little piece of your history. And such is the case with a woman who died this past week, Hannah Pick Gosler, who was a good friend and a memory keeper of Anne Frank. Hannah Pick Gosler died this week at the age of 93 in Jerusalem. And she says, I remember that diary very, very well. Mm. It's a red checkered cover, an elegant metal, metal clasp that Anne Frank received for her 13th birthday, birthday in 1942. The girls had been schoolmates and friends for nearly as long as they could remember. From the first day of kindergarten, they were inseparable. <coughs> Excuse me. So 
the story goes that, of course, both their families tried to flee from the Nazis, and they both wound up in the Netherlands. But, of course, that wasn't enough for the Nazis as they tracked down Jewish families, men, women, husbands, and wives. And uh, the last time that they saw each other, Anne Frank and uh, Anna Pitt-Gosselaar, they were uh, on the other side of a barbed wire fence at Bergen-Belsen Nazi concentration camp. Both were in prison there. Anne and her older sister, Margot, of course, died two months before the camp was liberated in April 1945. Ms. Pick-Goslar was among the last people to see Anne alive, says a senior researcher at the Anne Frank House in Amsterdam. She was 93. As I said, she died in Jerusalem. The cause was a heart ailment. Now, um, she did travel, but in the last perhaps two decades, she came to more prominence. There, She wrote a book. There's been a couple documentaries about the friendship. And um, I did see early on, maybe a year or so ago, when the first documentary was released on uh, Netflix, I saw it and loved it. And it's filled with, of course, archival images of the two of them together. It's amazing that uh, things like that still exist. But as I said, I mean, it's the the end of an era. Uh, Anna wow. Pick-Gosler passes away at the age of 93. That's amazing. It is amazing. That's really amazing. I'm telling you, it is worth a trip to Amsterdam just to go. Yeah, I bet. You've just been there. To go to that is the most. Inc- I love museums. I'll go to a museum anywhere, any city, any town I'm in. I'm all for it. It's the most incredible museum I've ever seen. Fabulous. It really is. It is. Uh, and I've never been in a I've never been to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. but I understand what I'm about to say is the same thing there. But when you walk into uh, the Anne Frank House, it is dead silent. And it took me uh, maybe two hours to. Maybe a little less to walk through it. Nobody speaks in the entire. It, it doesn't say don't talk. It doesn't say what people don't talk. Wait. So the house, of course, still exists. Mm-hmm. Is it enclosed or is it just a separate pl- standalone house? Well, in Amsterdam, there, there's. It's kind of like a Netherland version of row houses. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're all together. Sure. And so it. They were living above an office. Uh, situation so the house is there on a residential street Mm -hmm. yeah and it's uh it's now a museum has been built onto the side of it so all of the ticket taking and everything and all those sorts of things happen in the in a new building i see and then connected to the house connected to the house and so you walk into the house you walk with an audio set that Mm -hmm. takes you through the whole thing um and after, if you've read the diary, being in the house is shocking because so much of her diary is it, of the house. As of the house, the house is like a character in the book. Sure. Um, and so seeing it in person is absolutely incredible. One of the things I remember so clearly is um, in their, you know, I would call it a dining room, loosely speaking. Um, Otto Frank, Anne's dad, kept a map showing where the Allies were advancing. Mm. They were so close to making it. It's heartbreaking how close they were to making it. I mean, it was very close to the end of the war that they were rounded up and taken. And um, Anne died when she was 15 of typhoid uh, in Bergen-Belsen. And at the very end of the tour, her diary's there at the end. The real diary? The real diary. Really? Yep. Under glass? Yeah, it's under glass. It's in a case, a glass case. 
and above it, it's beautiful. This happens all over the museum. I'm telling you, it's so gorgeous. In her handwriting from the diary, they have made that into a, a big visual presentation mm -hmm. in every room. So her words in her writing are everywhere throughout the house. And at the very end, when you walk into the room that has her diary in it, it just has her handwriting above that says, I always wanted to be a writer. And it's just so, it's beautiful. There's not a person who could walk through that without weeping. Fabulous. It's just, you think of all that was lost, and yet, through the mercy of God, all that's been gained, that she, talk about becoming a famous writer. Yeah. She sure did. Through the mercy of God, indeed, through her suffering and death. All right, we'll take a quick break. Step away. We come back. Our weekly feature, The Week in Review. That's next on The Ride Home. 101.5 WORD. Gather around because it is present time. It's that gift-giving time of the year, and we're giving one that will keep on giving all year long. We could be paying your rent or mortgage for all of next year if you're the winner of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes. You want to come up with an early Christmas present? You can even enter once a day to increase your opportunities to win. See rules and conditions for details. Enter the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Sweepstakes brought to you by Trinity Jewelers. Go to wordfm.com slash contest. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts, and that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500 and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. If you could ease the suffering of a persecuted Christian right now, would you? Hi, it's Kenny Woods with Word FM, and I know you would. Hebrews 13.3 urges us to remember those who are mistreated noting that when the body of Christ anywhere suffers, we suffer together. These believers live where evangelism is criminalized, where churches are burned, and where Bibles are scarce. They need the hope found only in God's Word, and your gift today lets them know that they're not forgotten. For only $5, a believer like Anna in Africa will receive a Bible, be discipled in her new faith, and trained to share Christ. $35 sends seven Bibles. $100 sends 20 Bibles. And your gift will help us meet our goal of sending the hope of God's Word to 5,000 persecuted Christians. Become a Bible sender today by calling 800-YES-WORD. That's 800-YES-WORD. Or give at wordfm.com. Meet Brad. Brad's hard at work, or at least his website is. Ever since he added Live Chat with Salem Surround, Brad's customers are getting their questions answered 24-7. Website purchases have gone up 35%, and they're over three times more likely to buy from him again. No bots, just real people helping real people. Live Chat, one of the easiest, most affordable ways Salem Surround can increase your business while you do other things, or nothing at all. Ask us how at surroundpittsburgh.com. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. 
What was everyone talking about this week? Well, for better or worse, of course, everyone's talking about midterms. Blah, blah, midterms, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you know, endless commercials and chatter about it. Uh, Tuesday can't get here soon enough. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I also think a lot of people are talking about this NPR story. Oh, you think? About airing the audio of it. Okay, that's good. What was a conversation that made you think? Wednesday, during the 4 o'clock hour, we had uh, Chris Martin, who talked about on turning the age of 32. And then right behind him, Frederica mm-hmm. Matthews-Green, she talked about on turning the age of 70. It was an, an odd juxtaposition. Like and you saw someone's, you know, sort of hopes and dreams looking back at 32 and what he hopes for in the future, grateful for what God has given him. And then you see Frederica losing her hearing, and at the age of 70, in some ways kind of thinking, well, I am 70, I will accept this. Um, I loved talking of both sides of those those parentheses. I agree. I love that. I picked, though, uh, Tuesday's show at 510. We talked to Tony Turner, um, and she talked as a woman of color about what it was like to grow up and go to different churches with her mom mm-hmm. around the Pittsburgh area. That's cool. And how it taught her to be open-minded. It taught her that different people worship Jesus differently. And she said that her mom was a woman of endless curiosity. Mm. And I thought, isn't that a wonderful thing to say about your parents? Heck yeah. Yeah. And so it really taught Tony to be the way she is. And if you know anything about her or you've heard her on our program, that curiosity for sure, that openness is passed down. Blooms. What are you reading? Okay, so I'm not in reading fiction. However, I am in a Bible study, and we're looking at the uh, book of Isaiah. I mean... That's a rich book, huh? A prophet, judgment, pride, idols, the Sabbath, the glory of the Lord. I mean, it's all there, and it's thick. And and there's, it's beautiful as well, and harrowing, the book of Isaiah. And, and scary. Yes, very much so. I'm reading a wonderful book right now called Lovely War by Julie Berry, hmm. and it's a uh, book about World War One, which I know very little about, very, very little about. Um, but again, I'm listening to it on audio, and it is a stellar performance. I can't believe how wonderful hmm. these actors are that are, are. It's a very long book. I think the audio book is something like 14 hours long. Wow. wow. It's re- yeah. You have to be in it for a while. Yeah. But uh, I highly recommend What's Lo- it called? Lovely War by Julie Berry. Very nice. What did you eat? <laughs> we went out to dinner last night with a friend. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. What we, didn't we eat? We, is actually I more... ate and ate. We went to this restaurant. Uh, no, don't say what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had uh, the ahi tuna tower, mm-hmm. lobster bisque soup, steak malkin, which is a 22-ounce bone-in ribeye. With horseradish sauce, I had a one-pound baked potato and creme brulee, <laughs> two cups of coffee, some cranberry juice, and a glass of water. And that was just over a couple hours. <laughs> it's hard to believe that can happen in such a short period. <laughs> yeah, man, very nice. Very. I mean, you don't go out to a restaurant like that often. No, man, we blew it out. We did. We what really a wonderful, did. Wonderful, wonderful time. We had a really, really good time. Yeah. What'd you have? Well, I, I mean, I had you were similar right there with things. Me. I, right? Rubbing shoulders. I was rubbing shoulders with you. However, I wasn't going to talk about that. I was just going to talk about mm. something that I seasonal. I had cornbread this week. Yeah. How? When's the last time you had cornbread? 
Yeah, I couldn't tell you. When. It's so good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I bet it's been a year since I had it. Yeah. Really? Did you make it or did you buy it? Uh, I made it. But here's the thing. Yeah. Did I make it from scratch? You know, I make everything from scratch. Yeah, you try to. Not this time because Trader Joe's cornbread mix really? is the only way no, to go. No, no, really kidding. I'm, t- I'm telling you. I don't have another mix of anything in my house, but I've got that. It's that good. Really, cornbread. Mm-hmm. What did you watch? My wife and I have oddly been on this movie jag, uh, like at the theater movie. Yeah. And we've been going. We go to the Manor Theater in Squirrel Hill, which we love. And uh, we saw a movie uh, with Kate Blanchett uh, called Tar. Um, it's not for the faint of heart. It is uh, the fictional story of a world-famous maestro, right? The conductor of the symphony at peak career. And then the toppling down over sexual misdeeds and suicide, uh, predatory creatives wrapped in a veneer of international fame and wealth, and then falls into the grubbiness of despair and heartbreak. Um, it's not like, like viewing. It? I did. I liked it a lot. Um, and you know how oftentimes, this is generally my rule. If I hear about something, oh, this is this is well worth seeing. That's all I need to know. Then I'll go and watch it, and then I'll read about it after the fact. That's smart. Because you don't want to be prejudiced. I do not want to be. Right, no, no, I just want to watch agree. it. And yeah. so it's interesting to you know to watch it, and you know my, then my wife and I talk about it, blah, 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 you know, on the, on the way home and at home, and then we read other people's opinions about it. Yeah. And sometimes they they you know coincide with that. They you know they match. Other times they're they're wildly different. And this movie is like that. I mean, it's all over the charts of what people's opinions about it are. Tar, Kate Blanchett. Okay, mm-hmm. sounds interesting. I've been watching the World Series. Hey, me so too. So last chance to watch baseball this year. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been a good series. It's just not going the way that I wanted it to go. I agree. I was really in the uh Phils. in the in the fills, you know, on the bandwagon there. And it just last night hurt me. Last night hurt them. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Don't you love it like the shots of the fans and oh the my stands, gosh, you know, they are dying. suffering along with they them. Are, they the exaltation are... and the heartbreak. Oh I mean, my that's the best of sports. It is. It really, it's the World Series. It is the best of sports. What hacked you off? Uh, what hacks me off is Kanye. Oh, gosh. Uh, Kyrie Are Irving. Are you kidding me? The rise of anti-Semitism in this country is shocking. I mean, shocking to me. I remember being a schoolboy thinking, what? That'll never. We just talked about Anne Frank. And here it's become so mainstream anti-Semitism in this country. Of course, we're no stranger to this because of what happened here in Squirrel Hill, Tree of Life, four years ago. But really, I mean, the cultural forces that are behind this, this is deep and hard evil. And we, as a a country, as a cultural force, should know better. You should stop this and tamp it down immediately. It's dark and ugly. Well, what's hacked me off this week is the same thing that's been hacking me off for the last few weeks, and I keep talking about it, but I just feel like it needs to be said. There are cogent explanations and justifications for being pro-life and for being against abortion. There are um, – it's it's reasonable. It's based on evidence. It's based on science. There are so many ways to talk about the sacredness of life without even bringing faith into it by just bringing in language about the about human rights, about the things that we all want to enjoy and the futures that we all want uh, to have open to us and the opportunities that we all want. 
And there, I have not heard one politician in this area who has been able to verbalize that in any campaign ad, not even one since this election cycle started. And it's shocking to me. It's disappointing. And I just, I, you know, I'm just speaking on my, my own behalf. We, there are millions, there are hundreds of millions of people who are against abortion in this country. Do we not deserve better people to be on the ballot who can speak to that in a way that makes sense? What was the best news you heard this week? I talked about this earlier. The best news for me was Halloween night, sitting outside. It was a lovely evening, a little wet, but lovely nonetheless. And the families Mm. walking up and down the street with their little kids. Mm. It was a great community feel. I wish there was more of it. I love it so much. Mm, I love that, too. I have a new niece. Hey. Ava Cameron. She came a month early. She's seven pounds, 15 ounces. Super cute. A little chunky, Mm -hmm. even. Even early. Even early. Uh, Her parents are Andy and Nicole. And I'm super excited. And we have a new little peep in the family. Love it. What have you been listening to? Okay, I'm watching the World Series, and a commercial is playing this song. And, of course, I have to go back and listen to the whole thing, the catalog, because it's from... you love that voice i love that voice i love that song daryl hall i mean he cranks it seriously that that song 1980 no way yeah, uh-huh no way it still holds up i just love his voice oh! i know this That's Kirk Franklin. Yeah. That came out. That's Tiny Desk Concert. And that's I am great, telling great you, that came out during COVID. And to me, I mean, I've, I've, I bet I've watched 100 Tiny Desks. Yeah. This is my all-time favorite. It's pure joy. It is It is pure joy. It's so much fun. If, you need, if you've had a bad day, you need to pick me up. Watch Kirk Franklin on Tiny Desk on YouTube. All I want to do is make you proud of me. That's what? Now that the pumpkins are almost gone, do you know what time it is? It's time to talk turkey. At the Springhouse in 84, we really do like to enjoy one holiday at a time. But our customers are calling now to talk about Thanksgiving turkeys. For 20 years, we've been selling fresh turkeys raised by a friend who is a big turkey farmer who really knows how to raise turkeys. I grew up on a farm where we raised, dressed, and sold turkeys, and I do feel we know what a good turkey should look like. 
First of all, it should be fresh. That's when it's at its very best quality, not frozen. It should be meaty and broad-breasted, and it should be cleaned to perfection. We're really fussy about selling only the best at the Springhouse, and we do believe our turkeys are the best. Call 228-3339 now to order yours. And don't forget to order buns, casseroles, and most of all, pumpkin pies. Let us help you make your Thanksgiving really delicious. There are many issues in this election, but John Fetterman only wants to talk about one, his support for killing unborn babies by abortion. Sadly, John Fetterman wants to deny the most basic right to life to unborn babies. John Fetterman even supports a federal law that allows unlimited abortion essentially until birth, and he wants to pay for it with your tax dollars. John Fetterman should never be in the U.S. Senate. Mehmet Oz respects life. He supports measures to protect unborn babies and their mothers. Mehmet Oz supports protecting unborn children from painful late abortions, and Mehmet Oz opposes using your tax dollars to pay for abortion. Mehmet Oz will fight to protect life. Unborn babies can't vote, but you can. Please vote for life. Vote for Mehmet Oz for U.S. Senate. Paid for by the National Right to Life Victory Fund at nrlvictoryfund.org. Not authorized by any candidate or candidate's committee, NRL Victory Fund is responsible for the content of this advertising. There's no better way to start your day than spending time in God's Word and in prayer. Don't know where to start? We have a free daily prayer podcast created to help you do just that. The Your Daily Prayer podcast delivers a thoughtful, devotional, and timely prayer to you seven days a week. Gain inspiration, faith, and encouragement with daily messages in 10 minutes or less. To start listening now, search Your Daily Prayer on your favorite podcast app or visit lifeaudio.com. Hi, I'm Kyle at blindster.com. I sell custom-made blinds, shades, and shutters that are easy to install at prices less than big box retailers. Blindster blinds are custom-made for your windows, and I guarantee they'll fit. Don't hire a pro. Do it yourself and save big at Blindster.com. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Something is going to be hitting the shelves here in Pittsburgh any time now. It might already be on the shelves yet. I'm yeah. not exactly sure. But we have brand new Monopoly sets that are being released by uh, the original company. Um, and Hasbro is the company. Uh, the token pieces are what has changed. Oh. Yeah. So the original tokens, uh, it was uh, Monopoly was made... I want to say in the 1920s at first, maybe around 1930. That's just a guess. I don't okay. exactly have that date. But the original game included a battleship, the cannon, the thimble, the top hat, and the iron yeah. as its token pieces. And then in 1935, they added the race car and the money bag. Okay? <laughs> the money bags, yeah. Okay. So then in 2017, they decided controversially to retire the thimble, the wheelbarrow, and the boot. After decades of service. And prior to that, they had already gotten rid of the iron and the money bag and the horse and rider. Hmm. In their place, they added, do you know? No. The penguin, the T-Rex, what? and the rubber ducky. But people have complained. Please. The company has heard you in your sadness and grief. And the thimble is making a comeback. Woohoo! Exactly. Right, Our fan is excited. We're pro thimble here. 
Thimble is making a comeback, and they're so happy about it. SEW, do you hear what they did there? That's according to their uh, tweet. Just like that, the players have made the T-Rex token extinct. So the Thimble's coming back. T-Rex is out. Really? And the newest editions of the game are going to be on shelves any day now. Uh, we must have an old version of the game. What do you have? What's your favorite? What, if you're going to play Monopoly, what are you, what are you going I for? I like the Iron. The Iron? Really? I like the. I have the Iron in mind. I'm going for the race car. Are you? I, the race car is very good because yeah. it's a classic car. Mm-hmm. I like the race car. Uh, the wheelbarrow? I always appreciate the wheelbarrow. I used a wheelbarrow. Yeah, I think like the wheelbarrow is fine, but you can't put no more wheelbarrow anymore. I haven't seen the Penguin, the T-Rex, or what was the third that. one? Yeah, I don't know. The the Penguin, the T- Oh, the rubber ducky. Meh. That, oh, sorry. It me- doesn't really interest me in particular. Right. Are you doing anything this weekend? Uh, other than hosting a group of friends for dinner tomorrow evening. Church, of course. Right. right yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a jazz uh, week wrap-up. I didn't know this was jazz week. But uh, saxophonist and composer Tia Fuller, who's a member of Beyonce's all-female tour band, will perform during concerts 7.30 this evening and tomorrow night at the University of Pittsburgh's Belfield Hall Auditorium. Belfield uh, Avenue in Oakland. 15 bucks is pretty good. That'd be kind of fun to see, wouldn't sure, it? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I don't, there's a lot going on. I think it'd be a good time to get to Phipps. The Fall Flower uh-huh. Show? Uh-huh. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. I'd be eager to see Try. that. Or it's a, such a nice day. I, mean, I just tomorrow? walk around. Go to Frick Park. Yeah. Go see the exhibit mm-hmm. on uh, folk art at the Frick Museum. Freebie. In Point Breeze. It is such a wonderful exhibit. I enjoyed it so much. Highly recommend that. All right. Hey, thanks for being with us. Yeah, have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday, God willing. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.